Hey, this is Rella. You forgot to wish me a happy Thanksgiving, cocksuckers. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly over here. What's up there, Wacker? Nothing. Just digesting the turkey bits. You're still having that, like, are you having, like, the post-Thanksgiving remorse where you just, you, you, you gorge yourself so much now that you're like, I shouldn't have done that? No. It's like you're Tomorrow depressed. I will. I mean, did, did, did you eat a lot? How was your Thanksgiving? Did you eat a lot? Uh, I ate a moderate amount, yes. I, I did the whole, like, I starved myself in the morning, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Are you still um, munching on the leftovers? I'm nibbling here and there. Of course. But are Thanks you for one, asking. How about you, you? Are you one of those people that has like, now that you have so much turkey in your refrigerator that you start putting turkey in like turkey milkshake, a turkey fajita, a turkey quiche? No. And actually that really, and that whole concept annoys me that you have to make all these, you know, post Thanksgiving unique and inventive creations with your turkey. Why don't you just, like, eat, just eat it? Just eat it raw, or not raw, but you know, just just the turkey by itself, or maybe make a sandwich. I accept that is legitimate, but no, like turkey salad, you know, turkey soup, turkey turkey taco salad, turkey like you said, turkey fajitas, turkey pot pot. No, you don't need to <laughs> do anything else with it. Just mix it all together. I, maybe putting it. You said shake. Maybe yeah, putting it all into shake. a blender and just drinking it. I wouldn't be against that. Do you eat your uh, leftovers till they till eventually they just go bad, like they're rancid in your refrigerator, and you're just like, I gotta you just throw take this that out. one bite, and you're like, oh, that's probably the last. <laughs> no, <laughs> my my precious, I will not let you go. Usually, you're sick of eating it before it goes bad or before it's gone, so then you just throw it out. Like all good Americans, it's an American tradition to throw out edible food. I know. I love that. It's like, uh, you know, you, you gorge yourself on all this food. Everybody cooked excessive amounts of food. And the next day, it's just like, well, we don't have room for this in our fridge. Let's just toss it out. You know, there's people starving in Africa, but fuck it, dude. We don't need this. Right. You know, that's just kind of what happens. Yeah. Well, and then there's this st- at my house because there's some everybody gets so drunk that there's also the food that just stays out all night and then you probably shouldn't eat because it was perishable and you left it out unrefrigerated all night. So that immediately gets tossed. Yeah. Then there's like all the, uh, you'll be familiar with this one, all the half to three quarter full beer cans and bottles because people just leave them and then they go get another one and then they leave that one over there and then they get, go get another one and then they decide to switch to wine so they leave that beer there then they decide to switch to whiskey so there's a half full wine glass over in that corner do you just go and, and collect all the ex the remaining amounts of alcohol and just mix them all into like one big batch of whacker brew i just i just carry a funnel around <laughs> <laughs> and i pour it all in there as i go 
I don't know. And the tube that. from the funnel obviously goes right into my mouth. Well, you know how they have like a Thanksgiving like brew, like a Thanksgiving ale. It's like, why don't you make like a Wacker brew of just all the remaining amounts of alcohol throughout the house, like wine, whiskey, yeah. beer. To, to, to call moonshine. it a brew means that you did some sort of brewing procedure. Mine is just sort of it would just be like a vile concoction, <laughs> <laughs> like a cocktail. Really. So what's going on over there, Wackley? You got like uh, some facial hair action. Is this is this a mustache? This is new. This is my Thanksgiving Day mustache. Did you grow it specifically for the holiday? Kind of on a whim. It's sort of like a blonde Tom Selleck, maybe ginger Tom Selleck, depending on what light I'm in. I'm thinking it's very Howard Moon. It looks very Howard Moon to me because he, he had a mustache. I think in this light on the webcam, it looks more like a handlebar, but that's just like my jowl. That's my jowl shadow. <laughs> it's more It's more short like the Tom Selleck. Maybe I need to retrim it. That's the problem. How long are you going to let it go for? Well, we'll see how ballsy I am Monday when I have to go back to work, whether I think I can pull it off. Would you? Okay. Because now, just... now it's just, now I'm just out of a laugh, right? Yeah, well, you're having a laugh right now. But when you show up at work, are you just not going to say anything about it? So you're like, what are you talking about? Well, what? I'm not going to walk in and announce my mustache. No, but I mean, are you just going to walk in, own it, but if someone asks you about it, just be like, what the fuck? I'm not allowed to have facial hair? I'm going to walk in drinking a big glass of milk. There's going to be milk all over it. And I'm not going to wipe it off. Hey, what's up? Clit tickler, dude. Girls love that shit. The old push broom. Mustache so, rides. This has nothing to do with Movember, the mustache movement. Not really. I just, just want to more sure. Thanksgiving and and yeah, but people thought it was funny. What is this Movember thing? Is it, it it's it, everybody's got to grow a mustache for the month of November? You're supposed you're supposed to get pledges like like if you were to run a mar a five k or a marathon and then you get people to pledge to breast cancer or. Some other type of ailment that needs money, uh, AIDS walk. <laughs> you know, you get you get you say, oh, will you give me like a dollar per mile, and then the person donates, you know, twenty six dollars or whatever, five dollars per mile, uh, hundred bucks, and uh, or more, I guess, hundred twenty five. Uh, hmm. So that's what people do with a mustache. Like, I don't know if they measure the length of the hair or what, but you're supposed to get pledges that, like, oh, if I go grow, how many days I can go growing a mustache. And then at the end of the month, they donate it to, like, prostate cancer. And then they shave? I guess they, they shave. A normal person doesn't want to walk around with a mustache. It's pretty ridiculous. Well, um, I imagine... But a lot, of people, a lot of people just are like, I'm growing a mustache because it's, it's November. Because no, other people call it no-shave November. But then that's kind of just, like, you're not actually giving money to any good cause or anything. You're just growing facial hair. So you've only had it for a period of days, right? A couple of days? Well, I I did what maybe some people would call a cheating method is that I had a beard and then I just shaved off all the non-mustache beard parts. Have you noticed a uh, I guess a change in a, in women's outlook or, or outlook or um, the way they receive you when they when they see you coming to a bar? Well, I've mostly just been in my voice? house eating turkey with a mustache. Oh, okay, so and in the turkey yet. carcass doesn't look at me in any different way. I am going to go to a. Uh, Hurricane Sandy benefit right after the show, and then I'll report back maybe next week. What about on a gray Thursday? Did you did you get more bargains? Did people get out of your way because you look more authoritative with your mustache? They thought I was a cop, yes, or a, a security hunter? guard. <laughs> I mean, I did I did wear hunter. that blue uniform with the badge and everything. Might have helped. 
<laughs> they do Gray Thursday in Alameda. I don't even know what Gray Thursday is. Is it something to do with Area 51 and aliens? No, it's okay. People, I'm sure you read about all the, the mishaps and violence that occurs every year oh, yeah. on my Black favorite. Friday. Well, now the stores are even opening Thanksgiving night, and they're calling it oh, Gray Thursday. I, I didn't realize they were calling it Gray Thursday. Gray Thursday. It's ridiculous. Uh, no, I didn't go. I didn't go out shopping, so I couldn't tell you what happened in Alameda. Yeah, I was wondering if it was going to be, you know, if there's going to just be how many lines of people showed up. But apparently, you know, I was reading on the news that uh, there was some violence. A couple people got shot over a parking space. See, that's not, the people getting shot isn't impressive to me for Black Friday, Gray Thursday type stuff. Because if somebody has a gun and they're shooting somebody over a parking space, chances are they're a violent individual just throughout the rest of the year. Don't you think? Well, I imagine. I mean, if that's what instigates you to actually take someone's life or almost take someone's life, then yes, I think you do. I mean, and, you, and you, you have a gun with you. <laughs> that also puts you in a, like a different league of person. But was... I, I, my, I enjoy what I enjoy on black Friday are like the grandmas getting into it or kind of like the fat suburban, like yuppie dad, that kind of thing. And where, where they're just like pushing each other when they stampede. Or like you know, like fish hooking each other, and like just shit that they never would have thought that they could, they would do. But they they get into that mob mentality where it's it's just like you know, oh, it's all good, man. We're just grabbing this stuff, and you, I'm, I think they I think these people kind of get a rush out of it. You know, it's the one time they can sort of like lose their sense of self and go crazy. Well, I think it's also it's 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 one of those like that 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 feeling that you get like at a you know like the great white concert that was. You know, the fire started in that venue, and everybody panicked, and they were rushing out. It's, I think that's what it, what it, with the same type of mentality, the same type of feeling. Wait, wait a minute. What, what kind of feeling did the great white people get? Oh, ouch, I'm burning? No, it's escape and, uh, and this, like, panic and this clamor, and I think that's what it is with this, this Black Friday. I think, I think it's more akin. Uh, I wouldn't compare it to the great white thing because I think people were just running for their lives. I would compare it to sort of like a lynch mob in the South. Like, I would never, you know, beat and hang a black man and string him up. But, oh, everybody else is doing it, and it's fun. Wackily, you'd be surprised at what you do in a life-or-death situation. And it, that's what Black Friday's become. People get stomped to death. Old ladies. I wouldn't even let, an, like, an old lady is in peril at a Walmart Right, but black they want Friday. to go because they want that rush. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want my grandma smoking crack either, but, hey, she really likes the crack. I can't stop her. I can't watch her every day. Would you be opposed if, uh, let's say, uh, Discovery or Amy or whatever started a, uh, or TLC started a, uh, a reality show where they gave everybody stun guns and they're just like, here you go. It's, it's Black Friday and it's called Black Friday. But you can only do it once a year. Yeah, you do it once a year, but it's just like, uh, you know, it's, it's a reality it's a show in all the special. different cities. I think it'd be great. I would watch it. I would watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. Would you compete? No, I wouldn't compete. I, you can't. I don't like shopping any day of the year. Like, I'm more of a Cyber Monday type of guy, except I don't even do that. But if I had to shop for somebody, it would, I'd be all about the Cyber Mondays. I got a bad case of the Cyber Mondays. I have Garfield on a t-shirt that says that. He's got a mouse and he's sitting in front of a computer. I don't see why anyone would even shop anywhere else but the Sick and Wrong podcast store. Because we have right. enough gifts for the whole fucking family. It's just, why would you waste your time trying to fight with somebody to get a 60-inch flat-screen television when you can but go they're get not going to want. They're going to be like, I don't, this isn't the model I liked. 
But if you get them a T-shirt, they'll be like, sweet, I have seven of these, but now I can wear one like on that extra day in leap year. Exactly. So, so Wanaker, what do you think would happen if, I guess this would be in San Francisco, but any city, really, if you showed up at the line for people in Gray Thursday or Black Friday, people lined up at, you know, like, what, four in the morning outside the store, that you showed up completely nude. Do you think people would still with, with fuck my with mustache? you? With your mustache, without your mustache, whatever. Just butt naked and you're standing there in line. Do you think people would get the fuck out of your way because you're naked? Or do you think they'd be even more hostile? Hmm. Women or men? You. Men. A man. Okay, let's just say a man. I think the men, the men would be, uh, they would be intimidated and they would get out of the way. The women would be like swarming me. And so that would make it <laughs> difficult to shop. Well, that's not going to happen anymore in San Francisco. My deals. But maybe I, I could, maybe I, they, the women would be, become my subjects and then I could like just point at stuff and they would go grab it for me out of the store. Take it up to, take it up to the line and ring it up. Would you point with your erect member or would you point with your fingers? Well, I'd be pointing at like five things at once. Like my toes, <laughs> my hands, my cock. <laughs> if I'm going to go out and shop, I want to get multiple items. Well, you're not going to be able to get naked in San Francisco anymore. I don't Damn know it. You, I'm sure you've read this. The nudity ban. They've banned nudity in the whole city. You're not even allowed to be naked in your own bathroom. <laughs> It's you crazy. Now, it's a, no, it's that's a, not true. It's a never nude city. You even you when only, you take a shower. Everybody, all pants and skirts in the city of San Francisco now need to come with a little detachable hole in the back. Yep. That you can only just remove the hole when you have to defecate. But you can't you have to leave your pants your genitalia even in private. You just can't no. anymore. They really turned a corner in San Francisco. They're anti nude nudity completely. A full 180 from really their true. free-spirited past, you know? That's not really true. No. Although they are. They had, this is a, this is a, nobody would have thought that this law would have passed, the actual law, which you will now describe. Well, actually, I think it's about damn time that a law like this has passed in that city. Because it's always something. I mean, I lived in that city for a long time. You've, you've been the mayor for a while. But this has always right. been something that's disgusted me about San Francisco, amongst other things. But this is definitely one thing that's disgusted me, is the fact that people could just walk around willy-nilly with their willies hanging out. Does that make I sense? never lived in those neighborhoods. I never lived in the Castro and the Mission, which kind of blends into the Castro. So the only naked people I ever saw when I lived in the city proper were like the, guy, the crackhead who was taking a shit and he'd pulled his pants down, or... Maybe I've seen like two crackheads blowing each other, but never it's never been like a white guy just sitting on like a park bench like, hey, my yeah, cock, you for the look at it. To do that. This is my, um, how, how long do you think an old man's balls can get? Well, I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job. Well, it always just kind of disgusted me because San Francisco, I mean, San Francisco basically gave people a carte blanche just to walk around butt naked in a park. You could play Frisbee nude. You could just, you could ride public transportation naked as long as you put a towel on the seat i think that was a, a, a rule this is a law that came out last year is is one of the supervisors said well if they're going to be naked people they shouldn't have their exposed ring piece butthole on like a public bus seat that well, then somebody has to sit down on with their white pants and now they've got a little brown starfish mark and it's never somebody you'd want to see naked even though i think there should be limits to who you should see naked anyway. But but in San Francisco, it's always like, I think it's a big gay thing. But even beyond that, it's just, 
dudes mainly, just like old guys, old fat naked guys walking around the mission with their big old man balls just hanging there in the wind, fucking scrotum for the world. Their to little see. uncircumcised penis resting atop the big long elongated beanbag nutsack. They're fucking flaunting it. They're sitting there reading the newspaper. They're in line getting coffee or ice cream with their fucking dog hanging out. And here, here are some families with their kids. And it's like, could you imagine? I mean, you're sitting there with your. I can understand if you bring your child to the Folsom Street Fair, bring the Pride Parade. You can, you got to prepare them. Say, hey, okay, kids. Which people do? Kids, you're going to see some dongs tonight. There's going to be dongs all day. I just want to let you know that this is what a dong looks like. You're going to see it. But if you're bringing your kid just to walk, Johnny, Johnny, and Sally, you remember when we went to the zoo and we went to the snake cage? <laughs> just think of it like that. But, it's like but a if you bring fleshy one-eyed snake cage parade. But you, you, you're bringing your, your, your kids to the park with your dog and you're going to play fetch or whatever. And there's an old, a couple old guys just standing around with their fucking dogs hanging out. That, that's, that, that, that should not be happening in a public place like that. And I understand San Francisco's like, oh, we're free-spirited. We're, you know, we, we accept everybody's rights to, to express themselves and their liberties to express themselves. That's not expressing themselves. They're fucking ex- exhibitionists. And I don't even mean yeah, to what, what, what about San Francisco has gained in free expression and, you know, liberal policies, they've lost in just class and decency. In theory, I understand. Like, you know, in the 60s, it's like, oh, we're flower power, whatever, flower children, and we walk around topless or whatever. That, that law, not even that law, but that, the, the fact that they, that liberty has been perverted. And undermine now to the point where now it's just kind of like gross dudes, you know, just being naked just for the hell of it or being naked to like it, like in the Castro. My brother said there was a guy that would come into his bar every night just to get a drink butt naked. And that was his thing. Yeah. Did he put a towel down before he sat on the bar stool? No. He would just stand on the bar stool and everyone would laugh. Oh, there's the naked guy. That's the, that's the problem with that towel law is nobody's enforcing it. Yeah, are there police? It's not like there's a cop going around and being like, get a towel down there, mister. Mr. Cockwaggle. Well, so, okay, let me give you a little information about this here. So, uh, San Francisco nudity ban passed uh, this past week. City sheds off part of the free-spirited past. Local lawmakers narrowly, narrowly approved a citywide ban on public nudity. I guess uh, there are complaints that forcing people to cover up would undermine San Francisco's reputation as a city, lacking all inhibitions. You know, I think San Francisco needs a couple inhibitions, personally. Right. Well, nobody ever says, you know, we're going to shed our reputation as a city that lacks all decorum. Exactly. I mean, I think, well, just the fact that for a city to function properly, there needs to be certain... There's certain levels of manners, decorum, social social acceptance, propriety. Whereas like norms. In, well, yeah, norms. I mean, in San Francisco, it just kind of became this like, and, the, and I think that's why San Francisco is so so maligned, like throughout the rest of the country, because people are like, oh yeah, all the freaks are over there. Well, it's could you imagine just being a tourist? You bring your kids to go see San Francisco. It's a very scenic tourist attraction. You know, you you ride your trolleys, you get off the trolley, and there's a dong in your daughter's face. Here's the problem. It's not like the rest of the country sees us as being like, oh, that's where all the freaks, like, you know, Jack Kerouac and uh, Timothy Leary, they're just like, you know, they're breaking the bounds of culture and like really like 
like exploring the artistic lifestyle it's not like cool like any worthwhile breaking of boundaries it's like no yeah that's the city where like the fat dudes with hang around with their cocks hanging out doing nothing all day and like crackheads are shitting everywhere and you know that sort of thing like it's not it's it's not it's not being liberal and and allowing people to do whatever they want uh in not saying no to anything in the sense that you're allowing like further and further expansion of human expression and thought. Exactly. It's just for, there's no purpose to it. It's ridiculous and silly. It's, it's, it's aimless. There is no reason. I mean, there's no reason for them just to be naked on in public places like streets and sidewalks and public transit. Like, I mean, the public transit you know, but during rush hour, you're you're crammed next to somebody. But even when like there's so many people in San Francisco, even like on Saturday, I've I've ridden on the Hate Street bus, and you're you're crowded in there. You're you're stuffed against somebody else. Could you imagine being stuffed next to like a naked dude, like a butt naked dude right next to you, or even a naked woman or woman for that matter? It's just gross. You're a naked person, and you're like right next to me in a public setting. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. I, I, I think it's kind of gross. I guess um, exemptions would be made for participants at permitted street fairs and parades, such as uh, the Gay Pride event, Beta Breakers, the street run where they, uh, they run across the city, which I didn't even know was a big gay thing, um, and uh, Folsom Street Fair. And, and, you know, this makes sense, though. Because- that big rave thing at, in the front of City Hall. The love, that's gonna happen, uh, love parade also. or whatever. I think that's what that is. You know, okay, that makes sense. If you, if you're, you know, living in San Francisco and and you you know you're a resident of San Francisco, you have your family or whatever it is. You have tourists visiting and uh, you're cruising around the city and Folsom Street Fair is going on. You're at your own risk by going over there. You, you well, have those to things that goes back to what I was saying. Those things have a perp. There's a purpose to the nudity, right? Like, the Folsom Street Fair is about expanding people's concepts of sexuality and fetishes and all that crap. It's not just a fat guy sitting on a park bench for no reason with his dong out. Totally. And so that's what you're doing. You're celebrating people's individuality, their sexual expression. Same with the Pride Parade. So I think nudity should be expected at those type of events. But just day-to-day living, daily existence in San Francisco should not involve an old man's nutsack. I mean, it shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't have a visible nutsack. Unless you're, you. unless you're an old man, then you're going to be involved with your nutsack. But that's just you and your nutsack. So, um, as uh, I imagine, there must be many puns throughout uh, San Francisco's um, media here about Supervisor Scott Weiner, who is a, who introduced the band. That's his name. Yes. Scott Weiner introduced the band against the band against Weiners. Um, he introduced would, the band. In, you, you would have think you would have thought that all these these Jews <laughs> of the Wiener Clan, <laughs> like some time ago, would have like changed the name or altered it. Uh, I guess you can't help what slang terms associate with your name, but there, there's also the, like the senator or representative Wiener in New York sent, who got caught dick. sending cock pics over Twitter to some girl. And now there's this guy, Wiener, who's like, you know, trying to get it. He's like, I'm a very serious politician. I just want people to cover up their nudity. Oh, uh, that's great, uh, Representative Wiener. Everybody's laughing. So wait, wait, wait. Representative Wiener, you want them to cover up what? Well, what are we going to call this new law, the Wiener law? <laughs> well, yeah, we are going to call it the Wiener law. 
I, I made it. Why would that be strange? I, I wanted to have it named after myself. Yeah, yeah, we all agree. So wiener, you're it's called uh, the wiener law. In public? All wieners? <laughs> wieners anti-wiener law. <laughs> um, well, yeah, why not change his name to Wiener? Or... Yeah, just take the I yeah, out. Yeah, take the I out. Wiener. Or winner. winner. That would be yeah, good. Keep it as winner. I mean, it it's, doesn't have One the penis implications. One day I will be President Wiener. So Supervisor Scott Wiener introduced the ban in response to escalating complaints about a group of men whose bare bodies are on display almost daily in the city's predominantly gay Castro district. I think one of those men are, is my brother. I don't, it's not confirmed. Your brother doesn't go outside. He stays inside and plays video games. Whether he's naked or not, I have no idea. You know, we should have called him on this. You know, we, we could, actually. We could give him a ring, see if he answers. Yeah, if you want to try. All right, let's, let's, let's try. I mean, we're on the air. Why not? Let's see. It's going to all be edited out. Let's see if he picks up. He's probably still asleep. Yeah, it's like 3 o'clock. You think he'd be... He's not working right now. I wonder if he screens his calls. Of course he does. Damn it. It would have been nice to get uh, Jeffrey's opinion on this, but apparently he's not picking up his phone. Bastard. Didn't quite work. Yeah. I don't know. He probably, I wonder if, uh, I I would say my brother probably would be opposed, or not opposed, I think he'd probably support the ban because he said it was disruptive and kind of disgusting when naked dudes would just walk into the bar. Because everyone would start laughing and kind of get out of the way. And then also, Jeff didn't like where they kept their cash. God forbid anybody laugh in the gay bar. Well, Jeffrey didn't like where they kept their cash because, you know, they're not carrying wallets. Where do they keep it? Um, you should go find out. Their foreskin? <laughs> Put it this way. Jeff said the cash was very sticky and it kind of smelled like um, uh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> he said it was kind of gross. I think the bills go in the butthole and the change goes in the foreskin. In the foreskin, yeah. It's the foreskin pouch. Um, so uh, they, they said here, Wiener said, it's no longer an occasionally quirky part of San Francisco. In the Castro, it's seven days a week. It's a very much, it's very much a, hey, look what I have mentality. So Wiener says these guys are putting their wieners on display. Mm-hmm. Um, basically advertising. Nobody's you know? buying. Well, I imagine some people probably are. I just wonder how many, like, how horny you'd have to be to have, like, some old, gross gay dude just walking off the street saying, hey, here's my junk. And then be like, wow, you have a nice set of balls. Well, somebody can still walk into Jeffrey's bar and strip off their clothes. They just can't be naked out on the street. Well, I don't know. A bar is public. I don't know if a... Is it? Uh, no, it's not. A bar is private. Right. But you're still in public. I, well, I guess it's streets, sidewalks, and public trans. So maybe yeah. if you're... A lot, you, can't in, go, you can't be naked in the library. But can you be naked in a movie theater? If the movie theater allows it. But they, I think they are free to say, we don't allow nudity here, sir. You must leave this showing of the Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, it sounds like you've heard those words before. I was sitting next to a guy who was oh, next okay. to the guy. Wiener's opponents on the board said a citywide ban is unnecessary and would draw police officers' attentions away from bigger problems. Yeah, I'm sure uh, police officers are stoked about having to uh, ticket these naked old men. They might be. 
They're going to break out the billy clubs. They've just been salivating all month long leading up to this. Like, I'm going to beat that dude to death. I can see a lot of village people jokes coming coming in the near future. Um, Supervisor John Avalo said, San Francisco is a beacon of light to other parts of the country. And sometimes there's a little bit of weirdness about how we express ourselves. But that's just San Francisco. That dude's the worst. (laughs) He is. Like, he's not even in this country legally, I don't think. Oh, you think he's an illegal alien? I think he is. I think he, I think he, he like brags about it. You know, he's like, I understand the plight of, uh, uh, you know, undocumented immigrants because I am one. I don't know. I hate his guts. He's he's also like one of the dudes who voted to reinstate the sheriff after the sheriff was convicted in court of beating his wife. Because the sheriff's wow. also a very uh, like left-leaning, progressive politician, so he had to side with him. Well, he's expressing concerns about what this ordinance, this ban, is going to do to San Francisco's image. Oh Personally, God. I think it's, it's not going to do anything. I think it's going to enhance San Francisco's image in people's eyes because Maybe. now they know, know they can. Well, now they can visit the city and not have to worry about their daughter being traumatized for the rest of her life or their son. Yeah, I guess we're going to lose the visitors who are the old dudes who were planning on coming for a trip to, so they could hang around naked on the corner of Castro Street. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's disgusting. I never, for the rest of my life, I'll decree, I, I'm going to make a decree right now. For the rest of my life, I never want to sit next to a naked person on a bus ever again. Never say never. Well, I'm, I'm saying I will never do that again. Don't say now. anything you're going to regret later. Well, now I know in San Francisco it's not going to happen because if it did, under Wiener's proposal here, a first offense would carry a penalty of $100, $100 fine. Ooh, but prosecutors steep. would have authority to charge a third violation as a misdemeanor, punishable, punishable up to a $500 fine and a year in jail. Are you allowed to be naked in jail? I don't know if you have a choice <laughs> to be naked in jail. I wonder if uh, now people are going to be... You know, like, I can see this is, like, a San Francisco type of revolt. I'm sure there's hippies that are going to do something like this. Now they're going to wear, like, loincloths, or they're going to wear, like, branches and leaves, like Adam and Eve Great. or something. Great. You know, I can I can see something like that. Like, they're going to cover it over, but they're going to try to do it just uh, provocatively, just to, like, you know, to really incite their revolution here. Yes. But Go and waste I mean, your time on that, please. Well, they, they, you know, there was the, uh, in the city's chambers, I guess, when they had the vote, uh, Gypsy Tom, a nudist activist, organized a naked protest in March up to City Hall. So, yep. I don't know if we've heard the last of this, but... Protests and march, marches are something that San Francisco is all about. Well, all the nudists out there that listen to the show that were planning on visiting San Francisco, sorry to burst your bubble here, but uh, you're going to have to, like, wear some pants, Okay. People, this is episode 357 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. Um, if you're really nice to Wackily, maybe he will post a picture of his new facial hair at uh, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Or maybe just via Facebook. Have you done that yet, Wackily? No. I don't want to be to? that guy. Because that's, that's the whole no shave November thing. It's just an excuse for dudes to post pictures of themselves, which maybe I'm old fashioned, but anytime a dude is posting a picture of himself anywhere, or even having a picture of yourself taken... It's just, I don't want to say it's gay, but it's, it's just not manly. 
Well, you're just worried because once you do that, people are going to Photoshop out your head and put it all that over. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, and I, just uh, along the same lines, you know, like, like everybody has to, I heard that they Instagram broke some record for how many people were posting photos like per second, just because everybody was posting pictures of all the food that they made, which is another big <sighs> thing, posting pictures of your food. I, Which I didn't. I didn't do Facebook. any of that either. And believe you me, I, I I pulled the spine out of the turkey, and it was pretty cool. And, you <laughs> know, you all the guts that. were in the gravy, the giblets, the heart, the liver. I have the photos. I just chose not to post them because nobody cares. Yeah, but it's kind of like Mortal Kombat. The spine. I mean, like uh, Scorpion. That's kind of cool, actually. It's exactly. Not, like, I bought it. I brought a brand new meat cleaver that I'm very proud of that I chopped the spine up with. You know, everybody on Facebook that I was friends with that were posting pictures of food, I unfriended them. <laughs> I've I've been doing that with people who post pictures of their babies. I do that, which too. is fine. You know, you, you you post pictures of your baby. That's fine. You had a baby. It was it's a big deal for you. It's just that's when I determined that like my joke podcasting Facebook page is not for you. Like your Facebook page is about your family and your, your parents probably look at it. And so once, once I see a picture of your infant or the ultrasound or your toddler, I, you just get, I don't get, you don't get unfriended, but you get hidden. So I'm not seeing those. Pictures. Do you have a form, like a formal banishment procedure? Or are you just like, you are banished? No, there's no notification. Oh, okay. and like I said, they're not defriended. <laughs> they're just, I, I say hide all posts from this person. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's a valid thing to do. Uh, people, this is episode three fifty seven here. Sick and wrong. Send in your sick and wrong stories. Wackley and I will read them here on the air. And if we do, we'll read, read some your of story them. and give you credit. Then I will send you a sick and wrong care package. You can send your sick and wrong stories to sick and Submit them via Facebook, not with a picture of your child. Just just submit them independent of your offspring, or um, submit them via Twitter, and uh, we'll read them here on the show. Because we present the most disturbing news items of the week, every week, right here on Sick and Raw. Before we uh, start with our stories here, for episode 357, here's a word from our beloved sponsor, Audible.com. Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. So, Wacker, the first story here came in from uh, a Belgian fan. Fat, stinking Belgian bastards. Yeah. He goes, hi there, Wacker and D-Man. Check this out. A Swedish woman gets off on skulls and boners. It's a good name for a band, skulls and boners. He goes, I know somebody probably sent it in before me, but I saw it first. I got distracted by internet porn. Longtime listener since episode 10 or so, blah, blah, blah. I'm wondering, are there any other Belgian bastards listening to this podcast? Lick my Belgian balls. They taste like strawberries. Levin, a light bulb counter guy like Wacker, but I'm from Belgium. <laughs> oh, maybe we should. We'll meet at the international light bulb counting 
festival convention. and association next year. You know, you probably don't have a mustache, kid, so you probably not like Wacker. He might. Belgian? Do Belgians have mustaches? I don't know. Are strawberries big over there or just his balls? No, they, they have Belgian waffles, so they put strawberries on the waffles. Oh, do they? That's yeah. not something I would ever order. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of it's kind of like that. having your photo taken if you're a dude. If you're a dude and you're having your photo taken and then you're ordering Belgian waffles, like turn in your card. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're no longer a dude. You're not allowed to read Maxim Magazine then. <laughs> no, you're not. Swedish woman accused of having sex in her flat with skeletons after police find 100 body parts. Was it She-Ra? <laughs> He-Man joke, people. The obligatory Thanksgiving He-Man joke. I just did it. But she's not having sex with Skeletor. Well, maybe. I wonder if she like constructed her own Skeletor. She's trying for it. Maybe she's a big, a big fan of He-Man. She's a Gothenburg Swedish woman, 37 years old, suspected of using 100 parts in sexual situations. She kept skeleton parts in her flat so she could have sex with them. Um, some of these parts included six skulls and one backbone. And I guess they found photographs of her posing with these body parts, these bones, in sexual situations. She was charged with violating the peace of the deceased. Now, is she just sticking, like, a femur right up her vagina and or butthole? Because the, the, the boner, ironically, does not have a bone in it. No, yeah. So she's definitely not using the, uh, the boner. But she's the, using term, the term boner comes from medieval times when, like, people would get sick and they would think that an evil, like, troll was in your stomach. And when you got a boner, they thought that an actual bone came up into your penis. And we've that just retained that, the terminology. That's where the term boner came from? Yeah. Did you, you know, like, that up? When, back when you you get sick and you go to the barber and they put leeches on you, they thought that there was a bone in your penis. Would you make that up or is that true? Huh? <laughs> you just I don't, don't, I don't remember up. if it's made I thought up. it was because whales have a bone in their dick. There's like Do a they? whale boner. Yeah. It's is, like it, is it bone or is it like that, like, like a rhino's horn, which is sort of like cartilage Collagen that like air is made of? No, I think it's. Uh, I think they actually do have a bone, like a, an actual bone in there. And so I think it was this, you know, hard like a bone. But she, but in the story, this woman didn't have whale whale skeletons, right? I think what she was doing was shoving a femur just up her snatch or, or backbone, the, the spine. I wish there were. I wish there were a bit more descriptive with it. You know, they do. They do go into detail about what they found in her uh, her apartment, Vaginas. which is very interesting. Um, police allegedly found CDs titled My Necrophilia and My First Experience, as well as photos in which a woman is seen kissing and hugging the skulls. We got to get those DVDs. Yeah, or CDs. They sound like black metal CDs or something. Oh, My CD. Necrophilia. Um, is there anything wrong with hugging skulls? Just having a skull is kind of weird it's if you're not in the medical profession. Yeah, you know, I, I have an assortment of bones, animal bones in this in in the D. Simon household. Right. That's not. I'm not talking about animals. We're talking about human skulls, correct? If I if I was at a garage sale and they had a human skull there, I probably would purchase it. I would too. I mean, <laughs> but it'd just I be kind of cool to have. I don't think it's legal to own one. I think actually, I think it is. I think it's I'm not it, so sure it is. But it's legal to. Uh, I remember. I. Um, and I think I'm trying to think which girlfriend it was. I lived with a girlfriend for a while, and I wanted to get 
an anatomical skeleton that they sold. They, you know, the kind that they that hang off. It was at like a, uh, I don't think it was like a vintage or a prop store or something like that, uh, somewhere in the mission. And they had like uh, one of those skeletons that were used at like a medical school that were hanging from like um, like a wire or something like that. And so I was going to buy it, and uh, she got really upset about it. She was like, I don't want that in my house. But I, I mean, I could have bought it. It was only like $350. And so I was trying to compromise, saying I'd keep a towel over it when you're around, but then when you're not like around... Like a parakeet? When you're trying to yeah, like, a, like a parakeet. And then when you're not around, I'll take it off. And it still didn't work. What, are you um, sure it was a real skeleton, or was it a like a fake wax replica? I think it was a real skeleton. It was like a vintage skeleton from like the 1940s that was used at like a medical school. So you could own something like that. I don't, it feels. It seems like the and the descendants of that person would not be happy with you, and they'd find out. And maybe it would be like some Native Americans would be like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> you have the bones of the great sky grandfather." What are you going to think? They're going to put like a hex on us and come back to life and choke you or something? You're totally you're going to get hexed. <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't be good. I'm not too worried. So this woman here. That's what you say now. <laughs> Nobody's worried before it happens. Have you just ever seen a movie in your life? What, are they going to bury it in this cemetery where there's a bunch of pets that are also buried? And it's going to come back to no, life? No, because it's going to be in your apartment. What's going to happen is you're going to wake up one morning and the skeleton's going to have its finger up your asshole. <laughs> like, how did that get... What in the... Jesus. That could I don't be remember doing that, though. but I must have been really drunk. And then the next night it happens the same. And then the next night its pinky finger is like right up your urethra. Ooh, all right. Now that could be. And then painful. you gotta get rid of it. That could but then you painful. can't get rid of it because you take it to the dump. But like it just, you come back to your apartment and there it is in the closet. <gasps> oh fuck! <laughs> and you just hear in the back of your head. <laughs> so what they put? They put a sexy hex on this skeleton, this pile of bones in your house. If you find it sexy, you're free to use whatever description. Okay, you want. a sexual predator hex on the skeleton. Right. Maybe maybe that's what those those Indians do. Maybe he just needs love. <laughs> I need love. Peace. The woman comes from southwestern Sweden, and uh, she was charged at the Gothenburg District Court today. She denied all the allegations, claiming that she collects the bones out of historical interest. But they're they're claiming that she wrote on an internet forum a few years ago. My morals set my limits, and I'm prepared to take the punishment if something should happen. It's worth it to me. I want my man like he is, whether he is dead or alive. He allows me to find sexual happiness on the side. That's what she what wrote on the What the fuck forum. is she trying to say? I have no idea what any of that meant. I think she's just trying to justify shoving a bone up her snatch. Sometimes I like wish that? I knew more about other countries. Not very often. <laughs> once in a while. Like, if you're from Sweden, are you like, oh, yeah, Southwest Sweden. Of course she's from Southwest Sweden. That's where all the... It's a, is that like the Florida of Sweden? You know, this I guess is we'll my, never know. I guess we don't know, but this is my theory on this. So the Swedish man is an emasculated male. So probably most of them, you know, probably can't really get a boner or maintain a boner. Or the only way they can get a boner is if there's like an Ikea catalog right next to them. And if they're looking right. at the Ikea catalog... They're trying catalog, to their babies. And yeah, stuff. and they're like... That's the thing. They take so much estrogen, the men in Sweden, that they have tits. 
and they have breasts, and then it's, they probably can't really get a boner. So this woman, what choice does she have other than to dig up a bone and, and, and get off with the bone? Is, it, is that a crime? Is that, is that a problem? Do you have a problem with that? I don't, I don't really care about what anybody, anybody does. <laughs> Are these like the bones of Thor the Mighty or anything like that? Because <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That actually would be kind of rad. Um, so photos from a morgue were hidden in the woman's home, as well as a drill and body bags. But police have found no proof that she's a grave digger. Uh, but she did keep at least six skulls, one spine, and a large number of other bones in her apartment. You know, to, to, you know me personally, if I died, and I'll probably be cremated, but if I'm not cremated, I die and I'm just buried in the backyard. Some lady digs me up and she's shoving one of my bones inside of her vagina. I don't have a problem with that. And actually, actuality, I think that's kind of something I'd be happy about. Um, I'd be pleased. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe there's anything beyond the end when you die, so who cares? But, uh, but if there do was, your bones burn when you get cremated? Yeah, they turn into uh, it's like a powder. Cremains. They do call them cremains. I saw that word the other day, and I thought somebody was horsing around. And then I looked it up, and it's in Webster's Dictionary. I actually wouldn't mind if uh, if um, I was survived by my wife or girlfriend or whatever it is at that point. Um, Boyfriend, husband. Yeah. Um, if, but if my girlfriend decided to take my cremains and cook them or you know, mold uh, them into a dildo, I, I would also think that would be something that would be pleasing, even though... Obviously, I don't think that there is a soul or you live beyond death. But if there but is... you never know. If, if there is, I would be like, you know, this is great. That's a loyal girlfriend. Instead of going and being a slut and finding another man, she's actually just using my bones to shove inside of her. And that's how she's getting off. But what if, you know, after you die, she's lonely and she spends about five years as a widower, widow, I guess. And, uh, but then, you know, she, she says, well, I, I really can't find another man. I, no man will ever replace D Simon, <laughs> <laughs> but she decides she meets some nice, uh, older lesbian or well, her same age at that point. And, but this lesbian's like a big fat, gross lesbian and, uh, they get together and she's like, well, you know, nobody will ever replace D, but you know, Gertrude is nice and she, she helps me out and we have a nice life together. And now you're remains molded into a dildo is being used on this big fat gross hairy unclean poor hygiene lesbian who really likes anal hmm. but yet i'm still so it's almost like a three-way that i'd be involved in that's kind of hot <laughs> sure okay I'm, d- I'm down with that i'm still like you know sexually involved in this liaison i'm, I'm, I'm being into that you know yeah. okay i mean i, I just wanted to check in case that happens. <laughs> I just don't think there's anything wrong with a girl. She's not like, you know, she's not going out and raping children with these bones. She just has a bunch of bones in her apartment that she's using to satisfy herself. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, why is this even, how did this come to our attention? Did she get arrested for this? You know, it says that, uh, okay, this is what happened. She sold three skulls and a spine to a person in Sweden and, uh, I guess this person, uh, someone found out about this sale. She was reported to the authorities. Uh, the authorities ended up investig- or investigating it and uh, searched her home. Yeah, see, it's illegal. And I know we're not talking about the United States, but I think it's also, I think I don't think you could just sell 
buy and sell human remains like willy nilly. Yeah, it sounds like you can't do it. Uh, you know, I thought, what about like that uh, body exhibit thing that was from China that was in uh, that's you can go see at the Luxor in Vegas. You it's know, very but... controversial for this very same reason, and I think you know he's not selling those things. It's a scientific display, and that's maybe how he gets around it. But if if he sold one to some like you know to Steve Jobs or something because he wanted one in his house, Bill Gates, whatever, Warren Buffett, I think there'd be issues. That would be illegal. I mean, maybe this girl, this woman here, is doing a science experiment, seeing if a regular dildo from Adam and Eve would be as sexually stimulating as D. Simon's bones. You know? <laughs> you can always, yeah. You know, you can always make arguments in court like that, see if they throw it, throw it up and see if it sticks. I just wonder how she used the skeleton, like the skull. Like I can understand how she'd use the backbone or a femur. I or can't something. understand how they use the backbone because the backbone isn't really a long bone, although we think of it like that. But it's a bunch of little tiny bones. Michael, you don't understand how a vagina works. You can just kind <laughs> of really rub don't. anything on a vagina, and it gets a girl off. I mean, she can just she can go rub the arm of your chair, and she can get off. So I imagine she's probably just rubbing that thing on. Where's a where's a skull? That's <laughs> where's a skull I, I just don't know what she's doing with it it sounds to me she's like I, some I, but here's my problem chair. with the spine thing is I think she's cruising to be for she's gonna wind up in one of these situations where she's in the hospital and they're like what seems to be the problem she's like well there's something in my vagina oh really what is it well, it's a uh, it's a what do they call them the pieces like of the spine a vertebrae the vertebrae a, a vertebrae right. yeah in, in, inside of her vagina, which is And disgusting. the doctor's going to be like, well, how the hell did that get there? Well, it's a long story, Doc. <laughs> I was digging a grave, and uh, yeah, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> well, what do you have here, Wacker, for the second story? sent in says hi Dean Lance I've I have tried to send you stories again and again but to no avail listen to every single show even the shitty ones where Lance reads that's how committed I am he's really trying to sell it I saw this story and it froze me to the bone please read me for a change and if I do win a sick and wrong package I'd like to dedicate it to trucker Paul well he's really just name dropping at this point also every well now he's really trying to just ingratiate himself also everybody buy play something Lancy sorry oh, Dancy yeah. which I'm finding a fantastic mixture of emotions also buy a fucking t-shirt still wear my coca-cola one most most I don't know what I will be do when it's knackered <laughs> truly it's the best podcast the only it's a shame we only get one a week but beggars can't be choosers you're both legends and he actually spelled it spelled your properly which i'm impressed by thank you and happy last thanksgiving i hope you got fucked up christopher england musician and poor well we're this is your charity work for the year here wackily giving a story to this poor musician he did put in a lot of plugs he certainly did. In his intro. So. <laughs> Diehard fan. This happened in Vista, which I think is by San Diego. And a 60-year-old man, 
He pleaded guilty, or sorry, not guilty, to murder. <laughs> I'd be a great lawyer. <laughs> My client pleads guilty. Oops, I mean not guilty. <laughs> sorry. Whoops, make a mistake all the time. Yeah. Which one means he did it? <laughs> oh, the other one. <laughs> Mr. Hutz, come to the bench, please. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to murder on Wednesday, five days after police found his wife's severed head in the freezer and her body parts cooking on the stove of his ocean, Oceanside home. Wow, that's a bold assertion there. His name's Frederick Joseph Hangel, which is very Germanic, which I just have to point out. It's always mm-hmm. these people. Uh, he's being held on $5 million bail, and he's being charged with willful cruelty to an elder and committing an unlawful act with human remains. Uh, just after 11 a.m. on Friday, neighbors called to complain about a foul old odor coming from the bungalow-style house, which if you have live near old people, I mean, there's always strange smells. I know. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that this would be an unusual occurrence because old people smell horrible. They smell, well, first of all, beyond the stench of death, I mean, they smell like mothballs. They have bowel problems. Ribbon they just eat candy. weird old person food to yeah, begin with. Yeah, candy. Ben Gay. Oatmeal. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Just Scented weird, candles. weird sort of ointments. Potpourri. Potpourri, exactly. Although a lot of like young hippie chicks also have that problem. Oh, yeah. Plus the not bathing thing. Pepto-bismol. What does Pepto smell like? Pink? Old people. No, they do. Yeah, it kind of has that gross sort of... Well, it smells so bad that they called the cops. It's got to be pretty bad. First officer entered the uh, through the window. He saw three pans of, quote, meat, unquote, cooking on the stove. Hmm. Was it Thanksgiving? <laughs> it was uh, five days ago from when this article was written, so I don't know. I don't think it was Thanksgiving, but near to. Okay. Um, the DA says there's no evidence of cannibalism at this time, although if there's meat cooking and it's people meat, I'm going to assume that you're going to eat it or have been eating it. I don't get it. Was he preparing like a uh, like lasagna or some kind of entree, like spaghetti? Or was it, was it just, just a pan, meat? Just a pan of meat. Remember just, I was saying old people just eat weird stuff. Yeah, they, they eat potted meat food products. That's probably No, just be like, back this. in the 30s, we didn't have any sauces or side dishes. You just threw the meat right in the pan and put it on the stove. <laughs> I'm sure it's over sloppy Joe. Well, they they determined that his 73-year-old wife, Anna Ferris, no relation to the hot blonde Anna Ferris, oh, yeah. is uh, missing, and that's probably her. Well, because you know why? Because they found her head in the freezer. <laughs> um, one neighbor, Eric Chavez, say the, said the stench grew unbearable. He'd been smelling it for a while, like a week. Uh, but it became unbearable because somebody placed a fan in the window of Hangel's uh, home, which I assume was Hangel himself, to blow the air out of the house. Which is kind of like when your neighbor goes out to clean the leaves off of his yard and he just rakes them all into your yard. Like, yeah, your house smells because there's dead, rotting person in there. Like, don't blow the smell over to me. Get rid of the dead, rotting person. Yeah, you'd think that this guy would have a, I don't know, a backup plan about what to do with the pieces of corpse. Like maybe That's always, uh, the, pl- that's always the problem, though. It's getting rid of the corpse. Yeah, but I mean, I understand, okay... Eating some of it, but you can't eat all of it. You could try. Why not, like, put it in a bucket of lye and bury it in your backyard? I mean, I, I, this guy, it sounds to me that this guy just kind of tried to shove it in the garbage disposal or something. 
Well, he's cooking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Part, parts of it, I'm sure, ended up in the disposal. Um, but, I mean, you, you can. You, there, there's a lot of problems with getting rid of the body. Because if you try and, like, drive it somewhere and bury it in the woods, you might somebody might see you driving it there, or they might find the thing later. You, yeah, like, you can put it in the water, but then it always comes floating back up somewhere. I think burying it under concrete is the best way to go. Hogs. Hogs. Hogs is this guy should have got this guy should have bought some hogs. Yeah, and even the concrete thing, like your neighbors are gonna see that you're putting a basketball court in your backyard and they're gonna be curious and come over and be like, Oh, digging up your sixty eight where you're starting you're gonna start playing basketball in your yard, huh? Yep. Yeah, no, oh, no, why no. is that Wanna foot sticking out of the court? <laughs> Sorry, obstacle. yeah. Popped up. Uh, after speaking with Hangel, <laughs> police put two and two together. They got the crime lab on it. The detectives. Some real, real Your CSI wife isn't here. There's strange meats. They realized that uh, he'd been dismembering his wife's body for some time. Ferris's head was in a plastic bag inside the freezer. Yeah, that would really give it away as a murder. Yeah, you know. I don't. I don't know. They don't say why he did it, although they do say, to close this one out, that they thought of, uh, the neighbors thought of his wife as a mentally disturbed woman, not necessarily retarded, but disturbed, who occasionally walked the streets with a butcher knife. They said she rarely bathed and always wore the same clothes, a blue sweater and denim-like pants. Uh, and she sometimes had her pants around her ankles. She can't really say that she's wearing pants at that point. Wow. A couple things from this uh, this this last line here. Well, number one, if I was a neighbor, I don't think I'd be too upset that he was dismembering and eating his wife because she sounds like she just sort of sucks. She's bringing property values down. Well, she's walking the neighborhood. First of all, she's insane. Walking the neighborhood with a butcher knife. And you see her disgusting, naked, like, ass every day? She's 73 years old, remember? Oh, God. Talk about traumatizing your youth. It's also so such an old lady thing to do to wear. Oh, what are, what are you wearing there, jeans? Oh, they're not really jeans. They're just denim-like pants. Oh, yes, I got them at the pick and pack. The scene, the, they okay. fit so well around my old lady behind. That fashion faux pas is almost like that's a death is almost deserved just for that you have this weird thing about jeans well i'm just saying that there's certain jeans the wrong kinds wear. of jeans but yeah, that, okay, i think but you have some weird issue with them i just hate old lady jeans like that it's just it's terribly unattractive it's like she puts no effort into it not to mention i bet you those are like stained with brown marks and urine <laughs> what if they're stonewashed like really light stonewash <sighs> maybe acid wash would be okay you like that. you like acid wash? Is that coming back in style? I don't think it ever left style, personally. <laughs> <laughs> but the second thing is, if you had this disgusting wife that would walk around naked and wearing the same disgusting gross pants every day, would you look at her and be like, hmm, I wonder how she would taste in a sandwich? Well, or that's kind of what pigs are like. Yeah, but I mean, I mean they're guy... naked and they're rolling around in their own shit all day long. And people eat, the, eat them all the time. It's all about how you butcher the thing. I guess. Person, I guess. I would just think that the meat's gone bad with that one. I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day because there's this, um, I mean, this was just sort of my brain wandering. I wasn't actually going to act on this. 
But I go jogging by my house, and there's these people who have a pig in their yard, a pet pig. Potbelly or full pig? Like a full it looks pretty pig. huge. It's not It's not like one of those micro potbellies, but maybe it's like a medium-sized potbelly. Because I've seen bigger pigs. It's not pink. It's dark black. Hmm. And it just hangs out in this yard. And I just want, like I said, I wasn't going to act on this. But as I was jogging, you know, your mind wanders. You're just sort of hating life because you're exercising and it sucks. And I just was wondering, like, I wonder if they worry that somebody's just going to come and take this pig and, like, have free Thanksgiving dinner with this free pig that they got out of their yard. <laughs> a Christmas ham? Yeah. And then I thought, well, like, oh, this pig's pretty old. And, like, it, is it does it not taste good because it's old? Or do you just eat old pigs and they taste fine? I mean, you know, I have no idea. Like, what what is the lifespan of a pig? I have no idea, but it looks like it's been their pet for a while. I mean, it's got this, like, nice little pen with, like, a dog house, or I guess you'd call it a pig house, and, like, toys for it to, like, poke around with its nose and stuff. I mean, I, I know, like, suckling pig is a delicacy, and then there's veal, which is also, some, like, a delicacy that people don't, don't appreciate you eating. But, like, if, if an animal gets really old, does it not taste good, or, or maybe it's better? Maybe, like, maybe it tastes better at that point. How hungry were you, actually, when you're running by? Were you, like, really hungry? Were you famished? I was probably pretty hungry because I usually come home, for, like, I'll eat lunch at work, and then I'll come home from work, then I'll exercise, and I don't get to eat dinner until after I exercise, till, and then it's, like, 8 p.m. So how often do you look at an animal and then imagine in your head what kind of food they would make, like, you know, what kind of food product they'd be? I never every animal I ever look at. <laughs> I mean, not dogs. I'm, I'm not like a Korean, <laughs> but like you know, when I drive thing. by that, when I drive by that big cow thing on on I five, I think of like hamburgers and steaks and stuff like that, pastrami. And if I see chickens, I think about like chicken salad, KFC chicken sandwich, fried chicken. Do you think this guy the whole time was looking at his wife and just like you know for years just thinking about what he was going to cook her into, like what he's going to make? Out of her body, her remains. Yeah, it's probably like Looney Tunes. <laughs> like in his mind, he just sees a big turkey. She's like her yelling remains. at him, and I told you to take the garbage out. And he just hears like, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a turkey leg coming at him. I would love to be this guy's court-appointed defense attorney. Like, what defense would you use for severed head found in bag and freezer? It's like, well. Hmm. Well, I would say she came at me with that butcher knife, and I just had to defend myself. And then instead of calling the cops, I panicked. There you go. Free advice, Mr. Public Defender. It's actually not a bad defense. But how do you, how do you justify cooking the meat? Like fries? He panicked, and he's trying to get rid of it. And he was hungry. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> in a moment of confusion. I just don't see that meat tasting very good, but who knows? I don't know. That's my question. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. Maybe it's great. People, send your story. Sigmar Podcast at uh, Hotmail.com. Wacker, we got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to our first call, um, once again, it's almost uh, time for Dill Denver. Or is it Dildo December? Or whatever. Dill Denver. Dill Denver. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, AdamandEve.com Adam has all the Christmas specials going on right now. So when you use Diddle, Sick and Wrong's coupon code, um, you can uh, yeah get some gifts for some loved ones. But uh, here's a word from our sponsor, 
AdamandEve.com. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So, Wacker, we got a few phone calls here. The Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, the first story, I think it's kind of Thanksgiving-related, or the first call here. Son of a fucking bitch, you guys. Okay. I drank piss tonight for the first time. That is fucked up. Gotta remember my first time. It was also fucked up. Back when I was a rookie piss drinker. Yeah. It's good times. Good times. But, uh, you know... Alright, here it is. Here's the fucking story. I was fucking sitting over at my, I guess my father slash, what my father's house, getting some. Weed, <laughs> well, if you don't know, we don't duds, know. Uh, drinking some beer and shit. Yeah, what else could he be? He's either your father, <laughs> yes, my or dad, your stepfather, or my, uncle, my brother. I. It's a strange family I live in. I was over at the guy whose sperm made me. <laughs> this guy, I call him Bill. And, uh, I, we drank Elysian Dragon's Tooth Ale. It's fucking amazing. I love that shit. It's kind of expensive. Never heard of it's it. Great 22. It's a pound it on it. Sounds very hobbity. Alcohol it doesn't sound like something they drink in the Shire. Like in, <laughs> or in, at the Renaissance Fair or the LARPing Festival. What is it called? Elysian Dragon Ale? Elysian Dragon Tooth Ale. Arr. You know, I hate beer like that. Like, seriously, dude, do you really need to drink beer other than MGD or Foster's. I used to, but I I'm coming Ugh. around to being on your side. Like it's just it's like not that I'm not not that I'm against sugar, but it's just like there's all these sugars in it and it's thick and there's too many hops. And then I read that hops give you breasts. They like cause estrogen growth in men or estrogen production, I guess I should say. Really? Wow, yeah. I didn't actually so just know that. Give me clear ass beer. I mean I guess I you know what I like? Uh, so I will prove that I and it's not that I'm just not a snob but like I like the Belgian sour beers those are really good you're so bourgeois just you know what just give me a can so good. give me a can of Miller High Life and we'll call it a day I think this, the sour beers they like they like finish aging them in like champagne or wine barrels and somehow it gives it this this like good sour taste it's really good yeah, I'm right beer talk <laughs> So anyway. I fucking set my beer down, and there's my beer, and the one next to it looks fucking like. I was like, which one's mine? Uh, so I fucking grab one and uh, take a fucking pound out of it, and the fucking dad starts laughing. I was just like, oh my fucking god! So I spit it all back into the bottle, like what the fuck? And then he's like, oh here, here, fuck, take a sip of my fucking whiskey. Uh, here's some vodka. You know, he starts feeding me fucking shots. I'm like, what? 
what the fuck's going on, man? You never bust out the hard act. And he's like, I didn't want to tell you, but uh, I also did the same fucking thing, man. I fucking pissed in that thing about fucking four hours ago. <laughs> I couldn't even... I didn't think you would ever pick it up and grab it, but you brought over a beer. Fuck. I drank fucking piss tonight. I spit it all out. I didn't... Not, not only piss. He's, he is under understating the story. You drank your dad's piss. Your dad's piss. It doesn't matter that you spit it out. It was in your mouth. Your dad's urine was in your mouth, dude. It's almost like your dad's cock was in your mouth. It's pretty much as if... It's pretty much as if your dad raped your mouth with his cock and blew a load in your mouth because it's piss. It came from your dad's cock. Also, my dad just doesn't piss into bottles ever. And if he did, I think he would dispose of it. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to say. If my dad, you know, piss in a Manischewitz wine bottle or something, he would throw it out in the garbage. He would just leave it right next to him on the, you know, on the on the end table right next to his no. chair. Right, right next to his other bottle of Manischewitz that he's actually drinking out of. Doesn't this sound somewhat intentional? That's not kosher. That's not kosher to have a bottle of piss on the dinner table. Doesn't this sound somewhat intentional? Yeah, it does. Like it almost sounds to me like this is a you know the dad was like I'm going to see if I can get my son to drink my urine. How much do you want to bet his dad has a big mustache? I, I seriously would bet my firstborn. That uh, the dad has a mustache, like a bit one of those ones where you can't even see his mouth; it just goes all the way over. He's like, <laughs> like uh, the kid drank that piss. What's his name? Uh, Sam from uh, Big Lebowski. You know the guy, Sam, the narrator, uh, the big yeah, bushy mustache, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I think I bet she has a Sam Elliott esque mustache. Right. Not swallow. Fucking piss me right off. But what the fuck? What the fuck? Right. What in the actual fuck? Yeah, what the fuck, dude? You just drank your dad's urine. This is almost like an edible story or, you know, it's sort of like a Greek tragedy. Edible? Well, like an edible story. It's like... <laughs> this uh, is not edible. That's the problem. No, but I'm saying it's almost like a Greek tragedy. Like you were born and you're destined without beyond your control to eventually drink your dad's urine. And there's nothing right, you, you can do. cut really his own tongue out. He, I would, I would carve my eyes out after something like this. It's terrible. Um, here's another story that's also um, drinking piss related. Well, no, it's just very unnerving. It's my favorite part of Thanksgiving is you all sit around, you drink the hot spiced piss of your father. <laughs> then you give thanks for it. <laughs> I wonder it's if there's just like a new like Thanksgiving tradition at his home. Mom, <laughs> did you mull the piss yet? <laughs> Uh, hey, Sugarlong, it's, uh, 10 p.m. on a Monday, and, uh, I, I, there's something crazy happened to me a few weekends ago, and I can't tell the kids at school because I am sworn to silence, and I will probably be murdered by this girl's father if, if it gets out. But I can tell you guys, because you guys aren't real people, so... I kind of like that, that he can confide in us, because we just live in his iPod. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember when someone said that? We're clowns yep. that live in an iPod. We're like Tony. Yeah. Tony. Tony. The other night, it's like a Friday, and I go and pick this girl up at her house, right? And uh, 
she is uh, younger than me. I, I don't want to say how old because she's a minor and I'm not. So that could be That's weird. always a good but age. Any- yeah, and you're like technically committing statutory rape, but <laughs> I mean, you're only like a year older than the girl. Most states have clauses, I think, that prevent that. Like, it's only statutory rape if you're like over five years older than her or something. Yeah, but you know, it's if you're 19 and the girl's 16, or you're 18 and the girl's 16, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But when you're like 22 and you're fucking a girl at 17, that's that's five, huh? Yeah, but that's kind of fucked up. It's like, come on, dude. This, this girl She's hasn't even graduated high school. It's <laughs> <laughs> a popular song about committing statutory rape. It is. Good folk song. What? So we're like going to go to the gym, right? And uh, we didn't go to the gym. We just end up going to like this parking lot on some dirt road that I found. So we're just chilling there in the backseat of my car doing whatever teenagers do. And um, What do teenagers do in the backseat of a car in a dirt parking lot? Play Battleship? I have no idea. Play Mahjong? I don't know. No, no girls were in the backseat of my car when I was a teenager. <laughs> Wackily's got, well, I got my, you said a Magic the Gathering. You want to do that? <laughs> you don't. For some reason, I didn't want to have the, uh, I don't want to commit statutory rape conversation. Uh, so too late for that. Awkward for like a little bit. So we're just chilling there, listening to music. And she just starts throwing up all over me. It was not like... Like intentionally, but she just started like throwing up, and well, I was not like, intentionally. in the proximity of the, the of the vomit trail, and I just got like like a lap full of very watery vomit. What do you think they were drinking? Mm, like barbels and schnapps. Schnapps. That's what that's what high school kids drink. They drink schnapps, shitty vodka, like pop off vodka and wine. Oh, there's pop off is good. <laughs> there's, <laughs> Five o'clock vodka, taka. We drink this one on the called, West Coast. Did you ever hear of uh, Shaska? No, Shaska I'm sure that's vodka. In the it was like, that I'm talking about. Yeah, it was like seriously. I think it was like four dollars for a fifth of vodka. Yeah, I'm seeing it. I'm picturing it in my mind now that you you talk about it more. It's charcoal filtered. It's good. We didn't drink uh, <laughs> like aftershock and Goldschlager. Those were big actually in college. I, I would like to say that they were high school, but I don't think we had access to that because that because the schnapps is something that your parents would have in their liquor cabinet i have no idea why they i mean i would never Uh, have schnapps in my house but for some reason everybody's parents always had fucking schnapps in germany it was when i was in germany just recently they do the schnapps over there yeah but i mean do you get drunk on schnapps kind of i mean but how much do you need to drink to get wasted off of schnapps the ones we had in germany were quite high proof and we yeah. were already pretty drunk when we were drinking it, to be honest. But. God, the hangover must be terrible. It is terrible. Drinking, we weren't high on drugs. She just started vomiting. But they weren't even drinking. And, um, oh, man. So She's got like a terminal disease. You got to get out of the ER. Um, <laughs> and she's like crying or something. And I'm freaking out because I smell like vomit. And Would you lose your boner in a situation like this? Yes. This actually <laughs> happened to me. At when? Recently? Um, in college. Freshman wait, year. So wait, you're, you're making out with a girl. You're getting hot and heavy. Right. Heavy petting yep. going on. Yep. So she well, we puked were on drinking, you. However. Oh, okay. She did not puke on me, but she barfed in close proximity to me. We were in the Arboretum. 
Okay, that which was like a big forest reserve park sort of area park thing. area. Yeah. yeah, and you know the moment was over. And so so once she did that, it was just like boner gone. Were you like okay? Now I'm just gonna hold your hair. I don't know so if don't... the boner was gone because I was turned off. It's just I knew nothing was going to happen. Like my chances just were killed. Because you didn't think she was going to make a speedy recovery and be like, oh, okay, where were we? No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah, vomit certainly does kind of kill the mood. I can't go home smelling like vomit for obvious reasons. Um, so I panicked, took my clothes, threw them in the woods, drove home, drove her home in my underwear. And then um, I had to sneak just into my own house and jump into the shower before my parents. Yeah, you would think that think the this parents going to overreacting. I know you'd think that the parents would be like, "Oh my god, did you get sick, or did someone get sick?" You know, I mean, no, if you you just go home and you get the hose and hose yourself off, and then your parents go, "Why are you so wet?" You're like, "Well, I was down at the rec center, and we, me and the lads had a little water balloon fight. It was crazy, but I'm really soaked, and I'm gonna take a shower now." Yeah, I'm surprised that he would, uh, you know, try to CSI this kind of thing. I mean, I I would if I was like okay if if someone like poured a bunch of beer on my head or something, then I'd be like okay, well now I can't put this in the uh, the dirty laundry hamper because my mom's gonna smell Colt forty five on my clothes. No, like if no, you know how like if uh, someone just dumped a beer on me and it was all over my shirt or something, I wouldn't do that just because I'd be nervous about that. But so some chick vomited on you, I'd be like, yeah, one of my friends got sick and puked on me. I don't see why that's a big deal. He has a virus. Anyway, he must. I don't know. The sickness. <laughs> he thought something. Um, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Kid, I think you well, just need to calm down, dude. You're about to get some ass. to that story. I know. I, I want to know what happened. Why would her dad why would she, kill her? Why did she puke? I have no idea. I think she had you, the... Uh, she was so nervous to be with this guy, this dreamy guy who she's been like pining for her whole sophomore year. What I want to know is how old is she? Because this kid sounds like he's probably, what, like 18 or something? He must be. Well, he must be if he's worried about so what is rate, she which like? I'm just saying, you just, if you're 18, just don't worry about it. Yeah, but what if this... dude start worrying about it. What if this girl's like 13? True. <laughs> I still don't think it's... It's not. Isn't that... If you're 17 and she's 13, it's all well and good. I think there's an issue there. I mean, I understand the the adage, there's grass on the ballpark, play ball. But I mean, it's... Is it, okay, I got a question. Is it illegal for girls under 18 to have sex? It's not, right? It's just legal for them to have sex with guys who are over 18 or like whatever the five-year span is. Yeah, but I think if you're a 17-year-old and you fuck like a nine-year-old, there's an issue there. <laughs> what What is... I, the I understand cut off? that there's... I understand that there's an issue, but what's the legal recourse? Like the dad, I mean, the dad's going to try and kick the fuck out of you, obviously. But like hmm. when he, if you were to go to the cops, what does he say? I, I think it would be like, uh, this, this guy raped my kid. I imagine. I just don't know in the court of law where it would hold up. Like if you're it's a 16 year old, though. Yeah, but if you're a 16 year old and you had sex with a 10 year old, I just wonder a like, three year old. <laughs> I just don't think you you have the freedom to just go up and down the age ranges here. I think there's like I think if the kid was like 13 and you were 16, you had sex. I think it'd be okay. Well, 
They're both what if, minors. What if a 13-year-old boy is having sex with your 13-year-old daughter? I See, I think that would be per, – well, not permissible. I just don't think that when you would be committing a crime. I don't think it would be a criminal infraction. Hmm. But what do I know? I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> a simple podcaster. <laughs> What's the uh, – when you were growing up, what was like the youngest age that you remember – some guy or a girl or both being like, Oh, did you hear that? Like Johnny told me he got a blowjob from Sarah or like, I heard Sarah blew some dude. Or when, uh, fucked. I remember when I was, God, I guess I must've been a junior. Cause my sister would have been a freshman. How old are you when you're a freshman? When you were 15, a freshman, 14? I believe you're like 15, 16. No. Cause you're, you get your driver's license when you're a sophomore when you're 16. True. I could confuse my. So yeah. You must be 15. Okay, so 15, 14, 15. So I would have been a junior because my sister's two years younger. I got a blowjob from one of her friends that were in her grade. So you, mean you weren't the first person in I, your I, class. I, I wasn't, but she was like, what, like 14 or 15? And I remember thinking, yeah. I remember thinking that was kind of weird, but obviously she's, she instigated it. So she's, she had many other dicks in her mouth. So she was 14 with me, so she must have been it like 12. Was it magical with you? That's not why you got it. <laughs> no, when she was, I don't think she was like, oh my God, I got to taste the kosher salami. I think she had had many salamis in her mouth at that point. So I imagine there are other dudes, you know, probably my age at the time, like 16 or 17, that had, like, she was probably 12 with dicks in her mouth. Which, that's weird. I mean, if, but if you were 16, would you be like this 12-year-old girl's like, ah, I want to stick your dick in my mouth? I think I would too long. I, think, <laughs> I don't remember what it was like back then. I just, I, I don't, don't know. I think if, so, but maybe. I just don't think you would be criminally culpable for that. I don't think it would be a criminal offense. But if you're 18, then it would be. I seem to remember we, we tried to harvest <laughs> two, the two grades below us. And then the dudes who were two grades above us were always dating the girls in our grade. That's how it worked. But there's always some fucking weirdo that just didn't go to college. And he's like 20 or 21. And he's still dating a girl in high school. There's always like... I didn't associate with those types. Yeah, but there's always one that you'd be like, really? You're dating that guy? You know, he's like 21 years old and you're 17. What about... Did you have any guy friends who are like... Oh, that dude's a stud. Like, oh, all the girls like him. He's super handsome. And he was like dating a girl who was like two grades older than you. Yeah, I did know a couple guys like that, which I was always really jealous of those dudes. Yeah, assholes. All right, here's the last call. Um, This has to do with marijuana. I have a story I want to tell you guys. Earlier this year, I'm in high school. Uh, I was dealing in marijuana edibles. And uh, towards the end of the year, some kid got caught with said edibles and told their parents that it was me who supplied it. The parents then called my school. My school then called my parents. And uh, now I'm being forced into a nine-week, 16-week rehab program. But that's all beside the point. I thought you'd like to know that to uh, get revenge on the person who ratted on me, I found their house and I took a shit in their mailbox. I thought that was pretty sick and wrong. All right. Later, guys.
Hmm. I guess that is what a they, suitable What do they talk revenge. about after the first half hour <laughs> of the 16-week re- weed rehab program? Hey, dude, uh, don't smoke so much weed. You know, and for the next 15 <laughs> weeks, uh, we're going to, I don't know what we're going to talk about. You know what, though? This kid is probably in store for, he's probably going to meet older hot chicks because most people in rehab aren't in high school. They're probably in college. So he's going to meet some hot chicks. He's definitely going to have better drug connections than he probably has right now. Do you think he's going to just general rehab or do you think it's a special, see, I was assuming it was like a special rehab program for kids who are into stupid drugs like weed. No, what I'm not thinking like, this oh, is not like some chick who's popping like twenty oxycodones a day. And what I'm thinking, and what I'm thinking this is, is this is like some kind of a plea bargaining thing that the lawyer or whatever they had to hire. Oh yeah, the, I think he counselor. sounds like he got lucky because he could have gotten like big time busted by the cops. Well, I think he, yeah, I, I think what ended up happening is, uh, well, I mean, it doesn't sound like he he said the kid's parents called his parents. And they're I'm forcing sure the, him into a rehab the, the, program? The school can't just, like, not call the cops unless it's some weird private school situation. I mean, I think it's if, a, if it's a public school and they catch some kid dealing drugs on school property or through the school connections, I would feel like they would be obligated to tell the police. Yeah, but I think even in that situation, I think it would be like, well, this is your first offense. You got to go commu- you know, complete this community outreach program and this rehab through here. And once right. you do this I th- program, I think that is what happened. But I'm saying, like they they could have, you know, said dealing drugs on school property, which is like a special case. Yeah, it's like a federal offense. Enhance, yeah, enhance the <clears throat> blah blah blah. But I think in the end, <clears throat> I think in the end, this kid is going to end up like expanding his drug horizons. I think he's going to meet like a bunch of hot chicks. I think he's probably going to meet some some Mexicans that have better drugs, harder drugs. Yeah. More accessible drugs. So in the end, he's going to come out this rehab cooler and better connected. <laughs> so I don't know. Should do it. But a shit in the mailbox? Come on, dude. You can think of something what? better than that. Really, I think it's pretty good. Do you take? Do you take? Do you take the shit and then you pick it up with your hand and put it in the mailbox, or do you put your bum hole right up to the hole and like push it in? I would have taken shit and put it underneath the door handles of their car. Or I would have mailed a turd, you know? Hmm. These are all options. Yeah, it's just options. I don't know. I do wonder, how the hell did he get the... uh, He must have handled the turd like in a plastic bag or something to put it in the mailbox. Yeah, I think so. But then who's... It's very hard to shit in an American-style mailbox. But who's he really pissing off, though? The, The homeowner or the postman? Both. Yeah, but I mean, what did the postman do to deserve that? He's just a fucking post. Just, just deal with it, dude. You're a postman. Um, people call the Sigurong Hotline, 206-666-3846. Well, actually, we got time for one email here. It was sent to sigurongpodcast.com. Uh, this came in from Rachel. Rach. She writes, hey, guys. I'm a little behind on the podcast. I only just finished listening to episode 346. You're way behind, girl. We're way past that now. Uh, the guy, there's a guy that calls up about his explosive diarrhea on a pizza hut, and you guys are saying it's a staff's job to clean it up. I gotta give this guy credit for trying to clear his shit up, because not everyone is like that. I used to work in a McDonald's in London a few years ago to get money, whilst at school. I like how she used the word whilst. Um, and I had to go check the female customer toilets uh, when it was quiet. Honestly, 
Nothing could prepare me for what I saw when I kicked open a cubicle door and there was shit all over the floor, all over the ceiling, all around the toilet and on the lid, but none in the actual toilet bowl. And the worst thing about it, the shit on the wall had hand marks in it. Some skank took her shit and smeared it all over the walls. I did not get paid enough to clean that up. Fuck it. I went back, said they were fine, and went home. Heard the next day how someone had to clean it up. Fuck that. Ha ha. So in response to you saying the staff should clean it up, no, just no. Good on the guy for trying to attempt to clean it up, even though he did run away. Loving the show as always. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong, Rachel. (laughs) No, she's wrong. She's completely wrong. I've had probably just five at least jobs where i've had to clean up shitty bathrooms and i actually did it i didn't like shirk my duties but if you're a customer you're not doing it wouldn't you be pissed off if you're another employee i'd be like well fuck you you know now i have to clean it up when you should have been doing this your bathroom checker yeah i know this well what you do is you fake that it like didn't happen on your shift it's like oh i did check and it was clean must happen like right after you got in there and then you got to do like a CSI investigation of the age of the shit cra- uh, cake. It's you know, thinking about it, I couldn't imagine any other city where there'd be shit that would just end up on the ceiling than London. I could just picture these birds, these London birds, just like throwing their shit everywhere and being like, oh, fuck it. Have fun cleaning that up my mess. Oh, fuck it. Like, hey, could you see that? Like, I, I just don't see that happening in San Francisco or... Not in the female in bathroom, in the male that's Maybe, all worldwide. Yeah, dude's bathroom, I could totally see that happening where guys are like, ah, oh, just wasted. But in England, I could just see some um, chav, you know, some female chav just going around, just throwing her shit. Like, well, what's her name? Lady, uh, um, whatever that female Elaine? chav. No, that <laughs> chav rapper chick, Lady Sovereign. I could oh, see I her know. just like throwing her shit around and being like, "Oh fuck it, you fucking you think McDonald's it was workers!" For like cold French fries or something. You know what it was? It was probably because the chav that works at McDonald's probably talked shit to the chav that was ordering McDonald's, and it was just a revenge tactic. Sorry, we don't have the McBoiled pizza anymore. <laughs> what in the fuck, mate? <laughs> My lady wants one of them. And I'm gonna go you know, get back at them for not having the McBoiled pizza. <laughs> she's throwing her shit all over the bathroom it's disgusting but really Rachel you should be cleaning that up I, if I was your manager I'd fire you you're really at least would. not going to get employee of the month yeah definitely shirking not. the shit duty <laughs> uh, we got a call about my book actually this is kind of funny it's a short one I'll play it real quick hi Dee it's Lisa here from Chesterfield in the United Kingdom uh, just wanted to let you know that I've just bought your book, Play Something Dancy. Better be good. So I must be about the ninth person that's bought that now, surely. Uh, love you guys. Keep it sick and wrong. I kind of like the way she says it. Doesn't that sound sexy? Play Something Dancy. <laughs> right, after you just insulted every female in the whole country of England. Well, you, don't, you think this woman right here wouldn't go into a McDonald's and throw her shit all over the place? This is, I'm not getting, I'm not getting on their bad side like you are. I'm just hoping she doesn't use my uh, book as a bog roll, you know? <laughs> right. it, it's, well, all right, maybe. This is a, a digital version. 
You could still use your iPad as a bar roll. I guess. I guess you could. Anyway, thank you for buying the book. I appreciate that. People, you can go buy it right now on uh, Amazon, iTunes Bookstore, Google Play. It's on the Google Play now. Uh, Barnes & Noble Nook. I'm going to have it available in print very soon. And when, when it is available in print, I will send it out to uh, Twitter, Facebook. You know, I'm Jewish, so I'm going to be chilling that shit nonstop. Really? Yeah. <laughs> when will it end? Like a year? It'll never will end. Not till play something Lancey comes out. All oh, right. <laughs> then I'll be promoting it. <clears throat> People, uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Uh, we appreciate that. And rate us. Give us a comment. I noticed that we haven't been getting that many comments lately. We've been getting some ratings, but comments. Come on, people. We need some comments. I love the witty comments. My favorite part of, uh, you know, like usually once a week, I go check the iTunes page, have a little chuckle. Makes me uh-huh. feel good inside. Go to bed with a smile on my face rather than a scowl. Sure. But lately, I've, I've noticed that we've been lacking some comments. So come on, people. Subscribe to the show via iTunes. Rate and give us a comment. I think we were talking about it earlier in the show about how the Sick and Wrong t-shirt not only makes a great Thanksgiving gift, but just makes a great gift for the holidays. You don't have to go Cyber Monday or Black Friday or schlep to the store and go buy a gift that you think your loved one would want because they don't really want it. They don't want what you're going to get for them. They don't care. You can never, you can never satisfy these people. No. You can't. So why not just go buy them something you think they should wear, like a sick and wrong T-shirt, and just be like, fuck you. That's your T-shirt. There you go. There that's you a, go. That's all you're getting. That's it. I, th- I think it's a great gift, personally. But uh, no. go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Buy one today. Uh, the sick and wrong song of the week uh, came in from Chris. He goes, hey, D, Lance, not too sure if you guys have played any of Larry Pierce's tunes before. Still working my way through the back catalog. But if not, I think this is a perfect tune for the show. Keep it sick, keep it on, Chris. Have you ever heard of Larry Pierce? I've never heard of Larry Pierce. First time I'd ever heard of him either. Uh, the song is called Every Time, Every Time I Shit. It's a country song. I think you'd probably like it. I mean, it's got a good country tune. It's not like Toby Keith country. It's more like kind of... Uh, Kenny got- Chesney? No, it's not. It's not contemporary country. I'd say it has like more of a kind of a seven, like a, not a Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings vibe to it. Well, this song is about a guy who thinks about his his woman every time he takes a shit. So it's, it's a romantic country song. Taking a shit for a guy is very like emotional, sexual sort of related issue. But do you it's, think about your woman, you know, or a woman that you're having sex with every time you move your bowels? Maybe subconsciously. Hmm. I guess. I mean, it, it kind of <laughs> reminds guess. me of... Uh, well, that means you don't agree, I guess. Well, no, I mean, it reminds me of Al Bundy, how that was the one area he could escape his woman. Is Fortress being in of the, Solitude. Fortress of Solitude. So maybe it's something kind of like that. I don't know. Mm. Check it out, people. Uh, the song's called Every Time I Shit. It's by Larry Pierce. Thanks, Chris, for sending that in. People will be back next week with episode 358. Until then, take a sleazy. Well, I'm sitting on the toilet, staring at the walls. I can feel the cool, clear water splashing soft against my balls. Well, that's when I start thinking about my favorite fantasy. And my dick begins to harden 
as the shit pains come through me. And I think about you every time I shit. I think about your pussy, and I want to lick your clit. With each fart I fantasize about my head between your thighs. Yes, I think about you every time I shit. Girl, when I get diarrhea, that's when I most want to see you. And when the smell fills up the room, girl, to me, it's your perfume. And with every little grunt, oh, I think about your cunt. And my stomach starts to gurgle, and my hemorrhoids start to bleed. And I think about you every time I shit. I think about your pussy, and I want to lick your clit. With each fart I fantasize about my head between your thighs. Yes, I think about you every time I shit. Well, girl, it's almost over. Time to flush and say goodbye. As I gently wipe my asshole, I choke up and start to cry. So I reach into the toilet and pick up a piece or two. And I smear the bathroom wall with these few words, I love you. Yes, I think about you every time I shit. I think about your pussy and I want to lick your clit. With each fart I fantasize about my head between your thighs. Yes, I think about you every time I shit. Yes, I think about you every time I shit. Yes, I think about you every time I shit. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> uh, Kitty and Doc told me to tell you guys to suck a cock. Bye. <laughs>